This episode of EM Weekly has been archived. The ideas presented by the former host of EM Weekly may not reflect or represent the values of the Readiness Lab and the Doberman Emergency Management Group. Out of respect for the guests who contributed to this episode, it remains available online. EM Weekly starting right now, bringing emergency managers from around the world together to learn, share and collaborate. This year for emergency management has been really crazy. You know, it's only August and we've had so many disasters that were coming on and the stuff that's still in the news. Hello and welcome to EM Weekly and this is your host, Todd DeVos speaking. And this week, I just wanted to take a little talk with just you and I. Now, I wanted to thank you for you know, being a being a great listener and, and here with me each week and, and taking the time out of your day and and I really do I do enjoy uh, sharing this show with you guys and, and all the great guests that we were able to to bring on and, and share with the emergency management community, but especially you guys and listening to this show. I'm really just just overwhelmed with with the support that I've received. You know People come on the show to talk to you, not to talk to me. And so I really do appreciate the trust that you've given in me to be the conduit uh, for these conversations that we're having with the thought leaders uh, in, in the emergency management world. The trust that you've given to, to me, my Todd DeVoe, and to Ian Weekly, I think is just so awesome. I really do. You know, I can't believe that we've gone over 75 weeks now of, of giving you guys just information that's out there, uh, sharing this information. Uh, it's been exciting. And again, the whole reason why I'm doing this is to share the information with you and create this community of emergency managers called EM Weekly that we've done. And this, none of this could happen without you guys, the listeners. And this is why it sounds like I'm, I'm getting overly uh, thankful on things, but this is just really how I, I truly feel. You know, it's been exciting to bring you these thought leaders, and, you know, every week that we found from around the, around the world. And they're excited to talk to you about their ideas and, and what's happening and the concepts that are going on in emergency management. I think we learn from each other every day. You know, if you're not learning and growing uh, as emergency managers, you're just getting stale. And, and I think that's the time when you know that it's time to, to retire. There's an article I spoke about before that was in the emergency management magazine talking about how the new generation isn't getting the same support, I suppose. And that's not really what they said. It's basically what they're saying is that the new generation is coming up and, they're, and they have to reinvent the wheel. And I think us as the seasoned emergency managers need to really get in and mentor the new emergency managers that are coming up. And I think programs like this, like Ian Weekly, or even the Dukes of Hazard, which is one of the other programs that's out there, um, really do a great job of bringing in guests to to listen to and to learn from and if we're not learning from each other we're really just not learning the cool stuff too is that i got to meet a lot of you guys face to face from all over the country 
at a couple different conferences, like the International Association of Emergency Managers, IAEM. I'm going to be at the IAEM conference uh, this October, and I can't wait to see and meet more of you guys there as well. Um, it's just such an opportunity to just say hi and shake hands and share a cocktail someplace and, and just talk about what's going on in, in emergency management. It's so exciting, and uh, I, mean, I can't wait till October comes around to be over there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, hanging out with you guys in the fall. I miss the fall weather. I really do. I grew up in Albany, New York, and, and uh, you know, I'm here in California, and as my son says, we have hot days and not so hot days, you know, so I can't wait till we, uh, I get to experience fall again for the, for the first time in a long time uh, back there in Grand Rapids for the conference, and I can't wait to meet you guys out there and, and uh, chit-chat with you guys and, and uh, share some fun times. There are a few things that we have coming up here at EM Weekly, and we have suspended production of EM Student because I'm getting really kind of busy here, and we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. And I wanted to bring you quality emergency management information, and I think that we are actually going to put more time into some other projects here at EM Weekly that I think that you guys are going to be more excited about. And not that the EM student wasn't a great program. It was. Uh, I just think that we're going to be able to bring EM Weekly a great uh, program here coming up. There's some stuff that's in the works that I can't really talk about right now. Um, and hopefully we can announce this pretty shortly if everything goes through. We're still in negotiations uh, with this one um, organization to, to really increase the, the reach on the show. And if this comes to fruition, which I really think it does, um, you know, we'll let you know. And, uh, you know, it might be a little premature to, to announce that part of it, but um, I'm, I'm confident that we're going to be uh, really great and it's going to come up uh, soon. So there's going to be some more cool stuff to explore with Ian Weekly and, and some new outlets as well. We are going to be adding some additional webinars. I don't know if you guys were able to get into our webinars this year. We had two. We're going to add additional webinars next year. The cool part about these webinars is they're not sales pitch webinars. They're training webinars, so we're talking and learning together uh, at these programs. So they're free. They're free to you. Just sign up when you get the email. I don't know if you, like I said, if you guys got into the ones that we had. I had some really positive feedback on them. Um, so we're going to continue giving those webinars. We kind of tried it out this year for the first time. We put two on, and next year we're hoping to put on at least four. We're going to try to do one a quarter. I want to take this time right now to thank our sponsors, Blue Cell and Titan HST. And let's just take a quick second to listen to a word from them. Emergency managers need exercise in order to test preparedness and efficiency during an emergency situation. TTX Vault provides pre-assembled, pre-filled out tabletop drills and functionals so you can exercise more effectively and at a reduced cost. With TTX Vault, customers receive either a disk or flash drive pre-uploaded with the exercise of their choice. Print out the documents, review, fill in the information, and you are ready to execute the exercise. Your first step to preparedness is going to ttxvault.com. Seconds count during an emergency. That's why at Titan HST, we're always inventing new technology to help people stay safe and help people who can provide help get connected with people who need help. At Titan HST, we've deployed mesh networking, allowing emergency communication, even when networks are down, augmented reality, and real-time translation. We believe in the power of people to help each other stay safe and thrive. Welcome back from that quick break. Listen to our sponsors from Blue Cell and Titan HST and 
without them we couldn't do and bring the quality shows that we bring you. So if you have a chance, reach out and say hi and let them know that Ian Weekly sent you. This year for emergency management has been really crazy. You know, it's only August and we've had so many disasters that were coming on and the stuff that's still in the news. For instance, we have right now, as we record this, we have the first hurricane heading towards Hawaii as a Cat 5. Yeah, right? It's August. We have a Cat 5 hurricane coming to, to Hawaii. And we're still recovering from other hurricanes like Maria, for instance. Team Rubicon, they're down there kicking some serious butt with uh, rebuilding homes in the Houston area for people that didn't have flood insurance. Uh, and, and so they're doing such a great job down there. And I just had to give them a, a, a really good uh, shout out for that, you know, to going down there. Now, you know, I, I love Team Rubicon. You guys all know that. And I just wanted to share that they are actually down there doing some really good work. Uh, the, the teams that are down there, I've spoken to some of the people who are down there working. They've come back with nothing but positive things to say about the experience. And it's so exciting. And also, Puerto Rico is still having some issues from on the recovery problems. They just received electricity a few weeks ago. They were 11 months without electricity. And again, there are teams over there that are working hard on on the recovery, and they still need help over there. You know, these are these are areas here that are some of them are remote, and so getting up to them is really kind of hard. But this is the you know this is some of the stuff and. You know, this issue with Puerto Rico is one of the reasons why I started looking deeper and deeper into the infrastructure issues that we have here on mainland uh, United States. And we're not, you know, we're, we're not too far behind where Puerto Rico is if we have the right combination of a disaster where we could be without electrical power for, for a while. So, you know, it's, uh, people say, oh, it's just the remote, you know, islands. No, no, no. It, it could happen here. I mean, I know we do have some more additional people that can work on power lines and stuff. But we're not out of the woods. So, you know, those of us that are in emergency management, we have to really keep an eye on, on the infrastructure issues that we had. I remember the, the Northeast blackout and then the, the West Coast uh, blackout. You know, both of those, although only lasted for a few days, uh, you know, a few hours, well, about 36 hours or so, you know, we we still have some infrastructure issues here that we have to really think about. And that's what Puerto Rico really reminded me of. Like I said, as I recorded this with the Hawaiian Cat 5 coming through, I don't know what's going to what's going to happen to them. So hopefully that they fare well or better than the Puerto Rico did, but we'll find out. The West is still burning for sure. You know, California still has some crazy wildfires going on. And, you know, that information is, is still in the news all over the place. And the crazy part about it is the Mendocino Fire Complex fire is the largest fire in California right now. Just a few months ago, it was the Thomas Fire was the largest fire, and they stuck around that. They they took that title away from Thomas Fire. Thomas Fire only held their title for just about eight months or so, maybe maybe less. You know, it's amazing to see that everything that's happening here. As the West burns, the Northeast they're flooding out, right? New York and Boston. You know, Massachusetts area, you got uh, Pennsylvania that's all flooded, so, uh, Maryland got flooded out. Those areas are, were, were flooding as we're burning out here on the West Coast. Arkansas got hit with a tornado, you know, um, in August. It's, it's unheard of. Crazy thing, just to kind of go back into flooding, Albany, New York um, had some flooding issues, and then Albany, Pennsylvania had some major flood issues. New Albany, Pennsylvania, that would be. And <laughs> so my question is, why doesn't the rain like Albany? Hmm. Things that make you think. Anyway, you know, the world has had 
this since January 1st, this is what we're talking about here. The world has had some serious uh, issues, disasters as well. Now, Hawaii had their crazy volcano going off, right? Shooting lava all over the place. People on the in the ocean even had lava land on their boats. So Guatemala, they couldn't uh, allow Hawaii to have all the fun. So, um, you know, their Mount Fugo uh, let go with their volcanic ash all over the place. Guatemala joins the the idea of having a, a volcano going off. Sound like, I guess sound like a fun thing to do. And so that's, that's just kind of where we're at with the world, right? But the world has had some crazy emergencies over the last year. We had flooding, sandstorms, cy- sandstorm cyclones, some additional cyclones. Debris flows like in Montecito, snowstorms, and you can't forget about uh, Boston with your snow bomb cyclone, right, Boston? That crazy thing that came across the snow bomb cyclone. So, what does that tell you? Well, it tells you that as a professional of emergency management, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work that's uh, coming through. I don't think things are going to slow down. As the climate uh, continues to change, uh, we're going to have and see more severe storms, more frequent storms at that much. And so we're going to have some really crazy weather events. So we, one of the things that we need to do as emergency managers is we need to do a better job of preparing our communities uh, for disasters, you know, and I think that falls on our shoulders and we really need to encourage the culture of preparedness as Brock Long put in his strategic plan. We need to be the leaders that the residents and citizens of our jurisdictions in our country know that we are. Go out there and, and really spread that word. I know it's a challenge. And if it wasn't, if it was easy, you know, we wouldn't have a job. But I know it's a challenge to get out there and get people prepared. We're really kind of talking in the abstract. But I think if we really show them that being ready and being prepared is going to be way better than sitting back and having to deal with like in Sandy, you know, those people that had to eat out of the dumpster, that it's going to be better for them in the long run. I think we can do that without showing fear. We had this conversation when we're talking about the leading brain, that we can do this without showing fear. We can encourage people to be prepared in a positive way. And I think that that's what we should do as emergency managers. What's that look like? I really don't know. But maybe we could talk about that in a later episode. I really do enjoy our time together each week, and and it's great to have a community of professionals, emergency managers here each week talking to each other and learning from each other, you know, and I think that we can grow EM Weekly, this community together. And, you know, again, I want to thank you all for, for giving me just a few minutes of your time each week, and it's really important to me, and I really want to bring you good quality uh, shows and information. Again, if you have any ideas that you'd like to hear about or, or learn about or guests that you'd like to learn about or hear from, let me know. Just reach out to me. You can go to www.emweekly.com and, and do the Ask Todd button and, and ask me you know, to, to look for specific people and we'll start, pull, we'll start pulling people in that you're looking for or topics that you really want to explore. This is really our community. It's really your community, right? I just happen to be the voice and the conduit of it. It's not, I don't think I have a complete ownership of this. I think this is something that we grow together. I think it's uh, really, really, really important for everybody to be involved. It's my pleasure to serve you all. And so until next week, stay safe and, and stay hydrated. Oh, oh, yeah, wait, wait, one more thing. I forgot. All right. Don't forget to recommend the show to your friends in the EM world. And you can come to emweekly.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. And 
Instagram. Um, and you know what? Here's a little safety lesson for you. Okay. Hello, everybody. We're talking about safety today. Um, so, if there's any thunderstorms, you leave the um, whole city because some places there's no thunderstorms catching there. And if there's an earthquake, you have to stop your car because you'll get hurt. And if there's an earthquake, pack up all food and all stuff you need and then leave all the city so you could find a new home. Mm. What do you do if you're inside the house when an earthquake happens? You go under the tables. Uh-huh. And what else do you do? Hold on to the table. And and if you hear... And if there's an earthquake and a thunderstorm, you would have to leave the whole country. The whole country? You will have to tell everybody to leave the whole country because that's super duper dangerous because there's going to be fires and earthquakes rumbling and you wouldn't have no home to sleep in. Mm. I know everything that I do because um, I know what to do because I do not want to get hurt. I want to stay with my family, be hydrated, stay with my family. So, this is all for now. Bye everyone. Subscribe for another video.